Well, let me welcome back Coach Tresky. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Big team updates. A um, couple. We, we've got, um, you know, a big win on Saturday. Guys played really, really well um, at Lakeland, so that they're feeling good. Uh, we had our last reserve game. Um, we, we had a reserve game against Carroll, and our young guys fought and did some good things. And um, now we're getting ourselves prepared for, for a strong Eureka team, and um, it's going to be a great week. It'll be a different week. You know, we were talking before, just before the call. Uh, my brother's getting married, um, so I want to make sure that I'm there for him, my family, and so um, it'll be a kind of a different dynamic on the sideline. i got a couple of my assistants will be helping lead the show this week. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see how our staff and how our team responds. Well, before diving in and talking about last week's game, uh, you had a a, a little bit of honor going on this week with some of the players being recognized not only by the conference but by D3 football. Yes, yes, that was pretty special for Savan, especially. Um, you know, Savan is a guy that just works incredibly hard. Um, I think the whole team would say, I mean, he's arguably one of our hardest workers, um, has really blossomed into being a vocal leader. You know, it's his, his freshman year, you know, I think he was still learning how to trust the staff, trust his team. Um, his sophomore year, you know, he really started to take off and, and do all the right things, um, lead by example. And we've seen him now become a, a vocal leader, a guy that rallies his team together. Um, so I think to see him get recognized after a good performance, that to me that was that was like years in the making, you know, and um, just speaks to, to the leader that he is, speaks to the team effort that we had as well like you don't get recognized unless your team's playing well um that was actually the first thing he told me is like this is like a team thing for me this just re represents like our defense getting better so it was it was cool to hear and see well let's talk about the victory last week over lakeland now you told me last week that the previous week's game was the most complete performance you had seen from your team this season i i think you got to revise that after the way you guys played against the muskies <laughs> Yeah, it was it was very strong. I mean, our defense, um, particularly in the second half, you know, played very well. Um, you know, I, I, you know how I feel about Lakeland. We talked about last week. I think they're they're really well coached. I think they have phenomenal offense. Um, Robbie Michaels, one of the more explosive players in the conference, um, and so to to play the way we did against them and do what we did, especially defensively, um, was impressive. Was excited to see our O line still take steps forward. Um, you know, statistically, we didn't maybe run the ball quite as well as we did the week before, but I also I felt like their front was was a better a better front, better challenge uh, for those guys up front, and we did a great job. And I think good to see Ortega getting a couple nice uh, nice field goals as well. So there's some positives on specials too. Trevion Green with another big day for you. It, it looks like when he's rolling and you're getting a, a, a successful ground game, that this offense really seems to click. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you know, I've always felt like having a strong run game is the basis of a good offense and honestly a good team. And um, we knew going into the season it was going to take some time to develop it. We had a lot of new faces up front. You know, we had new running backs. Um, and so it's been good to see, like, that, that progression. And obviously Trey, you know, um, fits naturally in that position. I, I think it's been good to see him. It's good to see Mike Dupree back coming off his injury. Um, get some nice carries for us, and I think he'll continue to get more involved too. And um, that's going to be a key for us, you know, down the stretch here these last four weeks. You know, making sure that the run game is definitely a key part of what we do. 
you know, the the stat that really jumped out at me was almost 40 minutes you guys had the ball. I mean, you got the great game on the on the the running attack, but man, the defense was just making it so Lakeland was on and off the field. Their their offense just really never got a chance to get going there. Plus four interceptions. You have to be very pleased about this the way that this team really gelled for that contest. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. And I, um, you know, it was kind of a combination of, of positive things. You know, we wanted to run the ball effectively. We felt like one of the best ways to minimize their explosive attack um, was to, you know, possess the ball. Um, and so we tried to do, use the offense to help that. And then, like you like you mentioned, the defense was, was forcing turnovers left and right. I think it's the most turnovers we forced since I've been here. I think we had six turnovers forced and a bunch of TFLs. Um, so, yeah, it was just a great day and really, really proud of, of the progress, especially the progress of the defense to continue to take steps forward. Um, it, was, it was awesome. I know you could probably give me 19 different players, but you're players of the game. Players of the game. So believe it or not, we did not pick uh, Savan, as good as Savan played, and, and he's definitely a worthy one. You know, there's a reason he was on a national team of the week and conference defense player of the week and all that fun stuff. Um, we had some other guys make some big plays, and Chris Cooper, one of our senior DBs, had two interceptions. That's another special achievement. Um, so we, we, we selected him as the team D player of the week. Um, our scout player of the week uh, this week was uh, – Fernando Flores, he's a freshman running back for us. That just an incredibly tough runner. He's shifty, um, plays somewhat similar to the backs that you see on on Lakeland's team, um, and has been good all year. So he he definitely gave us the look we needed. Our offense player of the week, um, as good as Trey played, um, you know we really felt uh, Jamil Gordon really took another step forward, doing all the little things. Had a couple huge catches on third downs, blocked really really well. Um, has shown just like he's taking further steps ahead. Um, he's going to be a good one for us. Um, Scout D player of the week was Connor Sullivan playing a, a safety role. They do some unique things in coverage, and he did a great job showing us what that would look like. We already mentioned uh, Arnufo, you know, getting back on track in the kicking game um, was our special teams guy. And then Warrior of the Week was Mike Dupree coming off of um, what they thought might have been a re-tear of his knee. Um, fortunately, it, it was not, and – he rehabbed like crazy. He's put himself back in position, and he ran the ball effectively when we called his number. So it was good to see. As you mentioned this week, you take on Eureka. They they got beaten down pretty badly a couple of weeks ago, but had a week off last week. Um, so well-rested and a very angry uh, Eureka team. Your thoughts on this contest? Uh, well, Eureka's always really, really well-coached. Um, you know, I, I really admire Coach Barth and his staff. They, they they play hard for each other, um, speaks to the culture of their program. Um, they've definitely, you know, I think have improved as a, as a program from a year ago. You're seeing their offense do some good things, both in the run game and the pass game. You know, we got we to gotta contain the run game. they got two guys that are pretty explosive in the backfield, good old line play. Um, they've got a receiver in Sebastian Hill you got to limit. And then their, uh, their defense will create some explosive plays as well. They've got a couple um, linebackers that, that you know, are pretty good blitzers. So it'll be a good test for us. I'm, I, think, I think we're ready. We had a good week of prep so far. Uh, but we've we got to bring our A game. It, it's going to be a, uh, a pretty live environment. It's their homecoming. And um, they get great support. Uh, their student section is literally like a foot from the field. Like, like we had guys fall into the stands or into the fans last year. So 
Um, it's going to be a pretty unique environment, and I'm excited to see our guys, you know, stand up to the test. Last year's contest against them was a very exciting one, 16-point victory for you guys in a 51-35 game. What, what do you take away from that game, if anything, to really kind of help you prepare for this contest? Um, you know, I think there's some things schematically um, that definitely, you know, we see that, that are, are similar um, in what they're doing and um, that we feel like we can maybe leverage uh, with our guys. Um, so that's definitely something I think, you know, one one huge takeaway from that day was, you know, we, we, we did not start strong, um, but we, we did a great job of staying together and staying patient, talking things through and adjusting, and we finished very strong. So um, I think that's a huge lesson. Is like we talked about, you know, this week, we said you're going to have to play four strong quarters together, um, and you can't, you got to weather the storms together because they're going to make plays. They're going to do good things they have every week, and, um, those are, I think, the two biggest takeaways. So take away that Aurora game. And this, as you mentioned, you know, a, a dynamic pair of running backs, very good offense. Your defense has really been rolling. How do you see this them matching up in a, a very challenging contest? Yeah, I mean, we, we want to we contain the running game as best we can, um, not allow number five to beat you. Um, and, and that's something he can do very well. Um, so trying to make sure that you're not putting him in a ton of one-on-one opportunities or when it is a one-on-one, it's a matchup we feel favors, you know, our guys. Um, we've got some good DBs we like. So I think that's a huge part. You know, this this game is going to be won or lost at the line of scrimmage. If we're running the ball effectively, um, if, if we're stopping the run game effectively, I think you're going to see a good day for the Warriors. And if not, you know, we're, it's going to be a, it's going to be a battle. So, we're working hard to, to make sure that that's the case, and um, time will tell. I mean, I, I'm really excited about our progress. We've, we've been growing each week, and um, I'm hopeful to see that, you know, play out here on Saturday. Before jumping into fan questions, I'm, I'm kind of curious about, you have Eureka, then Aurora, then Benedictine. I mean, the gauntlet of the NAC schedule here. Um is it hard to stay focused on just this week, knowing those others are kind of looming ahead, or are you really got the team 100% on, on this game? It's 100% on this game. Like, um, that's, I mean, not to be, like, cheesy or cliche, like, that's really just how we operate. Like, we want to make sure that we're focusing on the only thing we can control, and that's today. Um, so we're zoomed in on, on, on um, Eureka, and we know, like, we we had a conversation, an honest conversation on Tuesday night after practice. Like you guys, we have like this is not a game where you can come in and be less than your best. You have to play your best game against Eureka to to come out and you know come out ahead at the end. And so um, the guys the guys know like what what we have in front of us. Um, their focus has been good, and you know we got to have a really really strong practice tonight and just you know I think kind of tie up some of the details of the game plan um, to be ready. It's it's going to be a fun battle. It'll be really good to see, and um, we know for for anything to happen down the road in those games that you're talking about, we got to take care of business this week. So, well, let's jump into fan questions, and we'll start with Tom, who says, "30 plus points scored in three of the last four weeks." I know the team was rolling at the end of last season offensively. Do you feel like they are at that same level now? Um, it, it definitely feels like we're, we're on the cusp of that. Like the guys are understanding the game plan. Um, I think, you know, we have a, a pretty coherent run and pass game, um, that, that's able to complement each other. 
Um, and that's a huge part of it. Is like you, you have to have um, – people talk about balance in football, and I think that might be sometimes over overused or overthought of. But, like, to me, balance is, is having the ability to attack any part of the field. And some games, that mean, that might mean you're attacking the inside, you know, you're running the ball 50 times. Sometimes it might mean you're ripping it 40 to 50 times because of what they're giving you. But having a um, the ability to attack all those areas of the field, that's the key for us. And um, I think we're at that place now. So I'm excited to see those guys continue to grow. Um, Bryce has done a great job leading the group, and our O-line's getting better. It's, it's, been, it's been good to see those guys progress. Bob says the team has been struggling on the road this season. Is there really that much of a significant difference in playing in someone else's stadium? Uh, it's it's the rhythm. I think is different. You know, you're you're used to um, a certain routine, certain setting. You know, some of those things definitely play a role. I think some of it too is just who we played. You know, we played a really tough Carroll team on the road. Um, you, know, you play a, a strong Norbert's team and a strong Concordia team. It's you know, as much as it's the road trip, some of it is just that you're playing a good football team too. So um, I think it's a little bit of a mix. But I, I do think we have a good process for what we do on the road. The guys feel confident. Uh, we just gotta just got to execute when we get there. Next up is Christian, who says, with the quarterback position clearly being the most important on the football team, does it seem more of a challenge when you haven't settled in on one quarterback each year? It seemed to me that instead of looking at two or three guys, you would really try to find a guy who could be your quarterback for two or three years. Now, I understand he's asking that question. That's easier said than done. <laughs> but that's the question for you, Coach. Great question. Um, you know, when I got here, we had a tremendous cue um, that we unfortunately weren't able to really have for two full seasons, and that was Nick Yaki because um, we had the COVID year. So we had, like, three games. Um, and he played for, I mean, he, I think he averaged like 400 yards passing per game in those three games. And then we had one legit season. So we lost, you know, some continuity there. Um, and then the following year, um, we tried to find some answers. You know, Matt was, was developing and growing and then got hurt. Um, and we had, you know, both the Nates played. Nate Griffith had a nice stretch. And then he got hurt and we went back to Matt. There was just some injuries that played into it. Um and then we got to the camp this year, and it was a battle. You know, we felt like nobody had established themselves as a clear-cut one after last season, um, which is why there was a QB battle this 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 fall, and it's why you see, you know, really Bryson and um, Trey have really taken the lead in, the, in those roles, and Bryce has done a nice job. He's really um, learning how to manage the game, make good decisions, um, and, and we're excited about where, where he's taken us. And, and like I've told you before, like I feel like if, if unfortunately something were to happen to Bryce, like we're in great hands with Trey. He, he works hard and he's ready. So Next up we have Matt who would like to know, he says, Aurora has just been so ridiculously good of late. Do you see them as ever getting down and other teams having a chance to rise up in the conference? Uh, I mean, they're, they're doing a tremendous job this year. Um, you're, you're seeing, you know, they're, they're definitely a, a veteran football team. They returned a lot of guys on defense from a year ago. A lot of guys stand for their fifth and sixth years. Um, so it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I, I, I don't want to project too far out. A lot of variables. You know, I was very blessed to be a part of something special when I was at Lakeland, and we had four straight, and 
I'm sure there was teams that were like, is it going to ever end? <laughs> and, it, and it does. You know, it's the, it's just sometimes a matter of time or some a little bit of chance as well when you get injuries or those kinds of things. So, I mean, I, I will say this. Like, our focus is, is being, becoming the best WLC football team we can be. And I can't control what Don's doing with his program. You know, they're doing a great job, and I really respect them. And I can't control what anyone else in the league is doing with their programs. All I can do is make sure that we're preparing our guys, developing our guys, recruiting the right guys coming in, and trying to be the best version of us we can. And, um, you know, every week you get a chance to see, like, how does that stack up, you know. So it's um, they've done a great job. I think it's good for our league. Uh, to have a team that's, you know, getting national recognition and doing some things in the playoffs that makes our league better and, and helps, you know, hopefully as, as we all improve and maybe get a chance to, to take them down or um, we're more, more more prepared for when we, when we get to that stage as well. So, Dan would like to know, what happened to our Packers coach? <laughs> uh, Aaron Jones is not playing. He is the best player on their team. And when he's not in, it's hard to move the football. So last year, as good as Aaron Rodgers was, like you can look back on it, when Aaron Jones touched the ball, like like that was when they'd win football games. And right now he's been hurt. So I think uh, everyone's got to be patient. Jordan Love will figure it out. He's he's still young Q, and he's done some good things. And he, he needs he needs that run game. And um, Aaron Jones is it, man. He's He's really special. So once they get him back, I think it'll be okay. I have a couple of questions for you, for you from Gianni. The first is, he would like to know, how do you stand as a Christian on the idea of Halloween? Okay. Uh, I'll be honest. I, like, I'm, I'm not pro-Halloween. I think it's, um, it does not, it's not a holiday that gives God the glory in any, in any sense of the word. Um, you know, I, I, to me, that's something that, like, our family, our household, like, we don't, we don't celebrate Halloween. Um, we don't put up Halloween, Halloween decorations or anything like that. I do know some people that are believers that, you know, they, they do the trick or treat scene, they do some stuff and, um, you know, they, they, they love God. And, and so I'm not trying to put any judgment on those that, that are, um, maybe Halloween fans, but to me, I look at like, what's the heart of what we're celebrating. And if you can tell me that, um, Halloween is something that gives God glory, then, then maybe I'll be enlightened. But I, I have yet to see it, you know, how um, people putting up, like, bloody corpses in their yard is something that's bringing, you know, life to a situation or glory to God. So we uh, we don't really go, go that route. Um, but it is a great opportunity to witness to, to people or, or help them understand, like, hey, this is why I look, I, I look at it this way. And I love you. I respect you. Um, but, you know, this is, this is what the, the Word of God tells me. I like that answer. He'd also like to know, how do you view Friday the 13th and the superstition surrounding it? Um, I, I, I try not to put too much, you know, thought it or too much um, stock into those things. Um, you know, there is, I, I really believe, you know, there, this, is, this is not me, this is scripture. I mean, there is a spiritual reality that, that, we, um, that we live in. Right, and there's there's certain things that sometimes are difficult to explain, or um, sometimes you know are, are are difficult to reason with. Um, but I, I definitely don't like fall into the the superstition category. Like to me, you know, when when you've accepted Jesus as your savior, you are you are a um, 
walking, breathing temple of, of God who's bringing the Holy Spirit everywhere you go. And so I, I don't really want to live in fear. I want to live boldly. Um, I want to be courageous as God encouraged Joshua and encourages us. And um, I'm not going to let, you know, certain superstitions or little patterns or things um, stop me from, from living life, enjoying life, um, having it abundantly, like Jesus said, but also doing what God's called us to do. So um, that would be my approach to, to those things. Next up, we have Ray, who would like to know. He says, Coach, I don't know if you were a fan of these when you were a kid, but were you one of those guys who was the first into the haunted house, or were you telling your friends, you guys go ahead, I'll catch up with you? Um, I was not the first. I was not the last either. I was somewhere in the middle of the pack. Um, I definitely went to some haunted houses and things when I was a kid. Um, I not a fan. <laughs> I didn't I didn't love them then. I probably went more cuz my friends were going. Um but yeah, I was not I was not wild about it. It's again like I, I it's one of those things that people we celebrate Halloween and and we do some of these like haunted houses and weird things and it's like does anyone ever stop and think like what are we doing? Like why are we doing this or why are we celebrating this? We kind of just all accept it and do it. And um uh, even as a kid, like I didn't know the truth, I didn't know the Bible like like I do now, or, or have a relationship with Jesus like I do now. But even as a kid, I was just like, this sounds kind of weird. Like, why are we doing this? And um, so I was it wasn't something I did very often. I'll say that. That's because it is weird, Coach. I'll thoroughly. Agree with <laughs> it's weird. What are, like, our, what are our words of What are our words of wisdom for this week, Coach? Um, biggest words of wisdom. We talked on, on Monday as a team. You know, really making sure that, that we're doing all we can um, to give honor to God and to others. And, and we dove into a couple different scriptures, but the, the heart behind the scriptures were um, making sure that, that we're doing everything we can to serve one another, um, to care for one another. It's really easy when things go south for us to um, be, be, become um, selfish or inward focused, right? You try to almost as like a defense mechanism you try to start making things about yourself. You start blaming, claiming, uh, or um, or just denying, you know, your responsibility in those things. The flip side is also true, and that's the thing I've talked to my team about now. It's like, okay, we've had two great weeks of football. We feel really good about ourselves, and you can fall into the same trap on the other spectrum, right? Ah, things are going good. Now it's not about the team anymore. I expect the team to do well. What about me? And um, the word of God is, is plain and clear. Like we are, we are to serve. We are to love by giving of ourselves. We are to sacrifice ourselves for the betterment of others. The same way Jesus came and showed us the example. Um, and so, on our football team, that's our goal. And and for for us, um, we want to make sure that's something that our guys not only do now um, for for something they love like football, but that's something that they remember um, the rest of their life. Right when they're when they're husbands, when they're fathers, and leaders in our community. Um, that they're ready to to serve. So that's the that's the words this week. Love it. Absolutely love it. Coach, thanks for joining us this week. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you.